you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and this is Man Blues. On this week's show, we're discussing success. Okay, so this podcast has now been going for 26 episodes. This is the 27th, and I thought I would like to reflect on success, just by virtue of the fact that in real time, I mean, if you're if you're listening to this catching up, then you, you're not going to have any feel for how long it's taken to get to where we are. But 26 weeks is half a year. It genuinely doesn't feel like I've been doing this for 26 weeks. But my point about this episode is that I wanted to discuss the success and or failings of this particular podcast thus far. So let me break it down for you into simple statistics. There seems to be a listenership, which is great. I mean, you know, I can't be thankful enough for people who tune in and listen to these episodes. I think it's fantastic. Where it is falling down a little bit, though, is there's very little engagement. I'm not on Facebook for very obvious reasons. And if it's not obvious, let me break it down for you even simpler now. I don't like Facebook because Facebook follows you and Facebook tracks you and Facebook does this awful thing where it reads your cookies on your phone and that's why it's got those tailored adverts and so on and basically the FBI is watching and I just don't like it. I don't like where Zuckerberg's taking it so that's why I don't use it. So the only social media platform that this is on is Twitter and we are at ManBluesUK. Currently we have one follower and I think that might be my Twitter account. Now that's, there's not a lot I can do about that. If you are listening to this and you do want to get some regular updates and whatever, fantastic. Um, If you don't use Twitter, please get in touch via the email address that that you heard at the top of the episode to let us know what social media you're on. So I wanted to discuss where we're at with the podcast. And at the minute, like I said, listenership seems to be quite good. There's some interesting listeners from different parts of far-flung areas of the world, which is great. We're having very, very little feedback from sort of, like I said, the social media and that side of it. I've had a few ideas of guests that I would love to get on the podcast. However, the problem is these are famous people that I think, you know, first of all, any famous people will give it great leverage, give the podcast great leverage and help with the success of it. But it does feel a little bit like I'm reaching out to people going, please, please, please help me, help me, help me. Maybe that's the, maybe that's what I have to do. So there's a few sort of Ideally, I'd like to reach out to comedians because I think I've got a genuine belief that all comedians are hurting in some way. There's something inside them that made them become comedians. I mean, people have often said to me, and I know this, I know how it's going to sound. I genuinely know how this sounds before I even say it. But people have often said to me that they think I'm very funny and I should go on stage. I don't think I'm funny and I don't think I should go on stage because being a comedian is more about being a good storyteller and having funny stories to tell and putting positive spin on those stories, which I can do in small crowds. But that whole thing of holding an audience's attention for 90 minutes or whatever it is that the, you know, the big guys do, I can't imagine myself doing that. Plus, every time you tell that story, you can't retell it. So comedians have it really, really tough. But I do have a belief that most comedians have been broken in some way, which is why they turn to comedy to defend themselves, because that's what I did. I mean, I was a fat kid at school, so I used comedy to defend myself, and it, was, it worked all the time. Every time someone said something, I'd just say something funny back. And, you know, over time, you hone that brain, you hone that skill. And essentially, it becomes muscle memory. You get lightning quick reactions to say things to people at, this, at the correct time. 
that doesn't mean that I don't have those situations where I'm in a, in a conversation with somebody and then two hours later I suddenly go, oh, I should have said that. That happens to me all the time as well. So I've asked myself a few questions in the notes I've made for this episode. Firstly, is the pod going how I hoped it would go? Well, absolutely not. It's not even close. There's not enough listenership, there's not enough exposure, there's just not enough anything out there. And let's put it this way, if you're listening to this, say, I mean, I'm recording this in, in late 2022. If you're listening to this in 2023, 2024, 2025, and it's exploded, and you've heard of Leon Deggs, and you know who the hell he is, and he's a famous guy, and you can't imagine that he was ever struggling, this is what Man Blues is. Man Blues is that bit where I'm sitting here now thinking, this is an absolute waste of my time. I shouldn't even be doing this podcast, I shouldn't be wasting my time doing it. I developed a lot of joy... I thought it was a great idea. I still think it's a great idea. I'm still behind it. I still believe in it 100%. I still think it's something that needs to happen. I think men do need to talk, and I think men need to talk about their feelings and need to talk about their emotions. They need to talk about what they're going through. Now, I'm worried, genuinely, that the reason the podcast is not perhaps getting the the grip and traction I would hope it would get is perhaps people are looking at it and thinking, is this just a guy moaning about what it's like to be a man in the modern world? It isn't. It's a guy who's trying to find his way in the modern world. Because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to understand what's going on around me, whilst at the same time trying to understand the emotions I'm experiencing about those things around me. I'm not even going to venture into any of the discussions people are having online about the various things that are going on in the world. I don't even want to talk politics. I don't want to talk gender issues. I don't want to talk trans rights. I don't want to talk anything about that because Man Blues, for me, is just about how I'm unable to cope with the emotions and the feelings that I have. I've not been given the tools. I'm old enough that I came from a generation where boys were told, you don't cry, you just suck it up and you get on with it. Which means... I don't really have the the equipment to handle what I'm trying to go through. So another question I asked myself was, is the pod going how I secretly knew it would go? Yeah, absolutely. The pod is failing in exactly the way I thought it would fail because I've always been down on myself when it comes to anything that I do. Now, the weird thing for me about that particular answer, which I I wrote this answer, I drafted this document for this show some time ago, about a week or so ago, maybe longer, coming back to it today and looking at it and thinking yeah I'm always down on myself when it comes to anything that I do literally just read that verbatim from the notes I put but then I thought hold on a minute I've been to a I went to an open mic session this week not comedy music there was a there's a local pub near where I live and they do an open mic session where you can just turn up and you can play a few songs and then you can go home and a friend of mine sort of cajoled me into it which is fine Uh, it's okay we didn't actually rehearse together Uh, I'm not making it about the session I'm not making it about the open mic we turned up we played four songs we sat down I stayed down watched the rest of the acts and then we went home and the next morning my wife came in and she said that I looked really happy when I was on stage and it looked like it was something I really enjoyed and I thought you know what it is I've always derived joy and pleasure from playing music I mean the thing that I really just absolutely enjoy I can't get enough of it is playing drums but my drums are in the attic they're in bits and they're collapsed and I need to clean them up and sell them or I need to clean them up and play them I don't know but I look at that comment I made I'm always down on myself when it comes to anything I do yeah I am I mean the last episode I put out was the episode about um, my songs and it took me a long time far too long to decide which songs I wanted to put in there because I'm never happy with the finished product and that leads me neatly on to my next point which is just it's 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 never finished with the songs that I do it's never finished or it's a case of you know that'll do and many times I listen back after a few years and wish I'd worked harder on the that'll do songs 
and I often get better ideas for the never finished ones and rework them. I mean, if you want, I put the SoundCloud link in the previous podcast episodes. If you want to go back to the previous episodes, you can have a look at that, have a listen to some of the songs I put on SoundCloud. But I've also been very creative in terms of things like I've written um, short stories, I've written poems, I've written plays, and written all sorts of stuff. I seem to have this creative bone. But the problem is, I've written so many short stories, I mean, lots and lots of them, there's probably enough for me to collate together to make a book. But no, they're never going to see the light of day while I've got air in my lungs. It might be the case that my son, after my death, he's going through my stuff and he finds all these files that have got short stories in and he decides in memory of his dead father to put these short stories together and release a book. Great. So there'll be a Leon Deggs book out there at some point, long after my death, because I just don't have the confidence in it. And same with the poems that I've written. But again, I've got no intention of ever printing those and sending them anywhere. And ditto with the play. I mean, I wrote a play during lockdown. You know, people had all these great ideas about things they were going to do during lockdown. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to finally put fingers to keyboard and get some creativity out of there. I'd had an idea for a play. I started drafting the idea. I dashed out the first two acts really quickly. And then I just lost confidence in it and it is now literally gathering digital dust. I've got no idea what to do with it. I've lost confidence in the idea because I don't think it's going to work if it was ever to be staged. I I just don't feel it's there. So I think that with regards to success, men are often expected to succeed at everything they do, and that's something that I cannot abide. I've had, again, if you listen back to the episode about my mother, I've had many years of her reminding me that I'm just not going to succeed at a lot of things I do because that was her way of kind of preventing me from getting hurt, if you will. I mean, when I tried to reassess how my mother treated me and how she looked at me and the way she spoke to me and stuff, it it is very difficult for me to sort of see any positivity in it unless I really, really dig deep. And I think, was she telling me I was going to fail at everything I touched to prevent me from getting upset when it failed? Was that that kind of twisted logic that she had? But you know what? What it's done is the complete opposite. What it means is that any projects I start, I go, eh, and never finish it. Because I think, well, what's the point of finishing it? Because it's only going to be crap. So I never bother starting stuff. Which is then even more ironic, because then I sit here more frustrated that I can't get anywhere with what I'm trying to do, and I can't achieve what I want to do. So I looked up, as ever, we reached the point in the podcast where we talk about positivity. So I found this website, and I'm going to pin the link to it. Oh, if I can re-find it, I've not actually stored the URL in the text file for the notes. Um, but if I find it again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it up because there's a lot of text on there. I'm just going to read the bullet points because there was an awful lot of text. I've never had to scroll in my notes before. So with positivity, I was looking for how to cope with success or how to cope with a lack of success. So what the internet did was the internet decided that my question was wrong and it decided the question I should have been asking is how do I cope with failure? Which for me was the wrong point. I'm not trying to make a point about how I'm struggling with failure. I want to talk about the fact that I don't feel like I'm succeeding. I don't think this podcast is a failure. I just think it's not a success. And that's the problem I've got with it. So anyway, number one, don't feel threatened by failure. There's that phrase of once a failure, always a failure. Yeah, move on from your failures. In fact, you're supposed to embrace them, I feel. And number two, there is nothing wrong with feeling bad. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with it. However, you do need to realize at some point you can't constantly feel bad. You can't always feel bad. You do have to step over yourself. You need to develop healthy habits to stay healthy. 
So I'm going to read a little bit about this because it says, if you haven't already, start a healthy habit. So I thought, well, what the heck is a healthy habit? Going for walks, practicing breathing exercises, taking a bubble bath, meeting with family and friends, anything that keeps your mind free and clear from negative thoughts. Well, I've found the only thing that keeps my mind free of any kind of thoughts is running. So I need to go running is what it's saying. That sounds like a healthy habit, right? So it says avoid picking up bad habits. So sometimes people will turn to things like drugs or alcohol and attempt to dull the pain that they feel. Again, I'm not feeling pain. I'm not feeling sad. I'm not feeling upset. I'm just thinking the podcast isn't where I would like it to be. It doesn't feel to me like it's a failure. It just feels like it's not a success. And those are two very different things. Take reasonable responsibility for your failure. Yeah, I do. I mean, if, if, if I fail, I own it. Um, study yourself. Many people feel disheartened after a failure while others take failure as an opportunity to learn. Yeah, I, I feel I do that. I, I don't feel I'm very reflective on things that, that go wrong. Keep looking ahead. You can't continue to fail without having some sort of way of looking forward. You know, the old one about you may be lying in the gutter, but at least you're looking at the stars, that sort of thing. Take inspiration from failures that led to success. I don't quite know what that means. So it says, history is filled with stories of men and women who failed at some point in their lives but went on to be major successes in their respective areas. It doesn't give you any examples, but yeah, I can sort of see what they mean. And finally, learn to accept your failures. Well, I've done that because, like I said, I go back and listen to my songs and I think, mm, yeah, that was bad. And wish I'd have worked hard on that. In fact, as I, as I scroll back up and I put underneath music, many times I listen back after a few years and wish I'd worked harder on the that'll do and often get better ideas for the never finished ones and rework them. Now, if you've been paying attention, you'll realise I said that about 11 minutes ago. So, my name's Leon Deggs and I don't think I'm a failure, but I'm also not a success. Thanks for listening.